Hello, this is David Orham taking you around the world in two. In the IPL, the Gujarat Lions remain top of the table. And the tournament's leading run scorer is still Virat Kohli, now with 561. Leading bowler is Andre Russell with 14 wickets at 17.7. Sri Lanka's tour of England is underway, but they are being badly outplayed by 2nd Division Essex in their first warm-up match. The tour features three tests, five ODIs and one 2020. In the Counts Championship, Tino Best took 5 for 90 in his second outing for Hampshire, and Anguilla's Chesney Hughes hit his second 100 of the season for Derbyshire. But spare a thought for Ravi Rampal, who took two early wickets for Surrey in their current game versus Yorkshire, but then saw Joe Root and Johnny Bairstow at 372 for the fourth wicket in only 67 overs. Meanwhile, did you know that Brett D'Oliveira achieved a unique first yesterday when he scored 202 not out for Worcestershire? He thus emulated his father, Damien, and grandfather, Basil D'Oliveira, in scoring a first-class double hundred the only instance of batsmen reaching that figure across three generations in cricket history. A few birthdays and anniversaries. 100 years ago today, Alexander Crawford, a member of Warwickshire's championship-winning side of 1911 and a captain in a battalion of the West Yorkshire Regiment, was killed in action by shell fire in France during World War I. He was 24. Birthdays this week include the 28th today of Antigua's Orlando Peters, the 25th tomorrow of Raymond Reefer, and 66th of Gregory Armstrong. The 29th on Thursday of Kieran Pollard, the 64th on Friday of So Shivnarine, the 57th on Saturday of Carlisle Best, the 26th on Sunday of Carl Corbin, and the 34th next Monday of Nikita Miller. Tomorrow is the 75th birthday of Australia's Ian Redpath, who hit 4,737 runs in 66 tests at 43 with 800s. A renowned stonewaller, he didn't hit a six until his penultimate test in 1976 versus West Indies, and then immediately hit another. That was his final series, and he hit centuries in three of his last four tests, before retiring to be an antique dealer. Another celebrating his 75th birthday on Saturday is Nazim Ulgani, who was Pakistan's youngest test cricketer when he made his debut versus West Indies in 1958, aged 16. He had moderate success as a slow left-arm bowler, but his finest moment came with the bat when he scored 101 versus England at Lords in 1962, having come in as night watchman. He later served as an ICC match referee. Yet another celebrating his 75th on Sunday is Sri Lankan umpire B.C. Kure, whose decision-making was so atrocious on the England tour of 2001 that he retired after being derided by both teams and publicly mocked. He was dubbed by local fans as... Bad call, Kure. Thursday will be the 70th birthday of Guyana's Lembachan. A left-handed opener, he played three tests in 1975-6, averaged 46 and scored 105 not out versus Pakistan, but lost his place through injury, and in the days of Fredericks, Greenwich and Haynes, he never regained it. Between 1969 and 1982, he hit 4,500 runs in first-class cricket, with 1,300s at a stellar average of 51. But such was the quality of Caribbean cricketers in that period who weren't good enough to make the test team. He was inducted into the Burbese Hall of Fame in 2012. And finally, Monday will be the 40th birthday of Dirk Nanez. A left-arm fast bowler and something of a curio as a cricketer, he was almost 30 when he made his first-class debut for Victoria, having earlier studied playing the saxophone and then concentrated on competitive freestyle skiing. 
He developed into a 2020 specialist, playing in leagues in Australia, England, South Africa, India, New Zealand, Zimbabwe, Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. The son of Dutch parents, he made his international debut for Holland in the 2009 World 2020 and was part of the Netherlands side which beat England at Lords. Less than a year later, he was opening the bowling for Australia in the 2010 2020 World Cup. A colourful career came to a close in January last year and he's since moved into commentary, which he does in English, despite being reputedly fluent in both Dutch and Japanese, which he denies. Doubtless he still finds time to ski while playing the saxophone. Until next time, this is David Oram saying sayonara. <laughs>